Hey, Cassidy Sergeant. Oh, what's... What's this? Cassidy's not here. Sam, where is Cassidy? He's in my motherland. Oh, Michigan? No, Japan, dummy. Oh, Cassidy is moving to Japan. You've heard it here, <laughs> folks. He's followed the route of the Atherton, and now he lives in Japan. So he won't be on the show anymore, and it's just us. Elmer Gordado, also not on the show anymore. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Gone Gold, the goldest podcast on the internet. I'm your host, forever and always, Andrew Street. Joining me, got a full cast today. What is this, episode 50? <laughs> Starting with Samuel Atherton. Hello, everyone. Play some video games today. You know him well. There he is, the infamous Robert Mackey. It's me. I went to Catholic school growing up. Did you ever bring uh, a DS to your Catholic school? Uh, funny story. My first DS that I ever got, I think it was in like sixth grade. I was so fucking hyped. Uh, that shit got stolen from me. At a Catholic school. At a Catholic school. Damn. Now, what would Jesus do if his DS was stolen? He'd probably just give me a fucking WWJD bracelet and be like, get over it. This is better. That's that's interesting. <laughs> now, are you familiar with, uh, speaking of DSs, I gotta ask you, are you familiar with a limited edition uh, Donkey Kong DS? No. So, Nintendo, I forget what it was even for. Uh, but there is a Nintendo DS, gen, like, first version, you know, the silver clunky version. Mm -hmm. uh, and on it is, like, a three-dimensional uh, fucking rendering of the Donkey Kong from a side <laughs> the, angle. The Donkey Kong. And below that, it just says, Hot Summer Donkey. And that's oh. it. <laughs> How much does this go for on eBay? I have no fucking idea. I don't even know if there's that many of them. Uh, but yeah, it's a fucking, it's a spicy DS. Like if oh, I could get God. that, I'd be so fucking I want into it. it. I want it so bad. There's a big festival in my uh, town going on right now. And there's like 200 food stalls. And a big thing here is chocolate covered bananas. And, uh, there's this one stand that just has a picture of Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong. Just, just on the stand. They're not even eating bananas. Not even eating bananas. They're just doing their thing. How often would you say that uh, you see a Nintendo character around? Uh, fairly often. Like, almost probably every day. See, that's interesting. I wonder if they're licensed. Because I've always heard that Nintendo is super uh, strict with their licensing deals. And, like, they, you know, especially in America, like, you see them put down takedown notices on YouTube all the time. I figure it's even worse in Japan. Yeah, I think... I think here they have a little bit more control. So I, mm. I heard that there's a lot of these like retro gaming bars where mm. bars will just mm. have like, you know, old consoles and Nintendo is like shutting them down because it's basically, I guess they're saying it's basically the same as pirating. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, so they've shut a lot of these bars down, but I think a lot of the stuff is licensed from Nintendo. Like you can, like you can enter to win like plushies, like Kirby stuff. Kirby's really popular here. Kirby uh, Cafe. Kirby's popular. Oh, yeah. Have you been to the Kirby Cafe yet? Mm, haven't been to the Kirby Cafe yet. Um, I'm going to Tokyo in at the end of April, so 
maybe then. Nice. I also the, got tickets for the uh, Metal Gear Solid in concert in Tokyo. I'm so fucking hyped. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I so missed jealous. that. I wanted to go so bad. It was in New York. I think for like one or mm. two shows. Uh, I'm so upset that I missed it. The uh, there There's a good video. I think Super Bunny Hop did it. Uh, where he sort of breaks down the culture of those like retro gaming bars in Japan. And how they have to like be super hidden. And there's like this whole culture around opening these bars and hiding them because I, I guess it's the way copyright law works in uh in japan because you can open up a place here and like s- let people play games but there's like some weird laws in japan where you where you can't do that uh it's like all these bars with like famicoms and stuff and, and nintendo i guess cracks down on it which is unfortunate mm-hmm. yeah because they're really cool i went to one in osaka and it was awesome yeah, I mean, barcades are... I feel like there's a barcade in every single city here. Yeah. So, I, mean, those I think are... none more than than in Austin. I think Austin is the city of barcades. Barcade capital of the world. Yeah. We had that retro recess barcade on 6th Street. We played a, a punching game. Yeah, I remember that. That was hot. <laughs> mm, that was fun. Could you imagine if any American companies did start just rolling into barcades? And saying, hey, you can't just have that Nintendo 64 out. You gotta pay for that. How would, how would Americans react? Do you think they'd be cool? Or do you think it'd start a revolution? Do you think that would finally cause gamers to rise up? I feel like that's the moment. That's the, that's the you know, shot heard around the world of, uh, <laughs> of the gamer revolution. What's the guy's name? Jack Bowser. He just comes into every single. Uh, he comes into every single barcade and snips the cord with a as long as he's doing it himself. Scissors. Like if oh, he's yeah. doing it himself, I'm like, all right. I mean, you put the effort in. I guess you can do that. That's cool. What do we think? You think Doug Bowser does this year's uh, E3 present like presentation? Uh, Reggie's done yes. it every year. Yeah. You think he addresses the fact that he's new? I think they address the fact that he's Bowser. You think that? You think this is we're gonna get a skit about it? Oh, for sure. That'll be sick. I don't think, like, imagine how, oh, man, that'd be such a bummer if Nintendo, with without Reggie at the uh, the head, if they were just, they reverted back to, like, their super boring, super dry presentations. Now, do it. did anyone play anything that isn't Sekiro? No, dude, that game consumes all. Okay, so we'll talk about that in a minute, but while we're on the subject of Nintendo, uh, the, the rumor mill, I feel like this happens every fucking time. Once you get two weeks out from any Nintendo Direct... The hype, the rumor mill, the desperation, it all starts. I'm on Reset Era refreshing the fucking Nintendo Direct rumor thread like every fucking day. What, is there supposed to be another one coming out soon? Yeah, so that's like what's going on. So uh, essentially the what people are saying now, there's no like concrete rumors on this. But the what everyone's theories are that – and these vary in <laughs> – how legitimate they could be. One one of them, which I think is far-fetched, is that Nintendo put out that tweet of uh, Tom Nook and said, uh, make sure you pay your taxes by April 15th and then use your tax returns to buy a Nintendo Switch. And so everyone was like, why would they tweet about tax day? There's a direct coming near April 15th. Um, then Reggie's last day, I think, is the 15th. And so people are speculating, oh, we'll get one more direct with reggie like his farewell direct then 
there's like all these game teases coming out and there's the assumption that Mario Maker comes out in super early like June, June 14th or, or the 21st. Oh, does that not have a release date yet? No official, it's just June. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And so people are like, "Oh, they're going to do like they got to show more Mario Maker cuz it's going to come out like on e- at E3 basically, so they can't show it there really." Yeah. Uh, so they like are they have to blow up that game at some point. And then Smash has the 3.0 update this month with Joker. And we don't know anything about that. So people are like, there's going to be a direct about that. But yeah, we don't even have any gameplay of them yet, right? None. All we got is that mm-hmm. render from Best Buy. Oh, uh, I, I didn't even see that. Yeah, they leaked, I think, maybe Monday night. Um, but here's the thing that is pushing people now, and this is the news, part of the news this week, is that uh, last night, Best Buy uploaded a bunch of shit to their fucking employee portal. Yeah, they pulled a real Walmart Canada. Yeah, and like... <laughs> Every time this is like this has happened a lot, and when it's happened, usually within 28 hours to just under a week, the game gets announced. And so mm-hmm. people are like, if there's game announcements coming, there must be a direct coming. So now people are saying next week is going to be the direct or a mini direct, maybe. Um, All right, I buy it. But these GameStop leaks are kind of kind of interesting. The Metroid Prime thought- trilogy. Was I thought this was already announced. No, this has been, like, every single leaker that is somewhat reputable, who's gotten stuff right, they've all included Metroid Prime Trilogy as part of their leak. And then okay, every so maybe that's why I just assumed it was already announced. Yeah, and then every direct <laughs> comes, and this game never comes with it. So, like, I yeah. feel like it's definitely legit. Like, it's been leaked so many times that it must exist. I wonder if it's going to be remastered at all, or if it's just a straight HD upgrade. Are the Metroid Prime ones the 3D ones? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. From GameCube and Wii. I mean, I, I, I forget, does those. the Wii one have controls without the Wiimote? Um, I don't think so, but I'm sure it shouldn't be too hard for them to adapt it. Yeah, I mean, that could be the only thing I see. Like, you get up-resed and... Yeah, either that or they make you play with the... They make you pull a Pokemon go and like pull the joy cons out to play it <laughs> yeah i mean you can't put anything past them but I, I doubt they'll do it yeah i feel like that's what we get games all in one bundle up full like switch controls hd rumble maybe you think it you think it's 60 bucks oh for sure there's no doubt in my mind it's not uh, 60 bucks gross that's their trend like when was they have i don't know if they put out a retail release at all that wasn't 60 bucks uh was was Bayonetta 2 60 bucks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing, too, really? is, like, I think, like, Captain Toad, I think, was 40 bucks on Wii U, and on Switch... It was 60? I thought it was 50. No, it was also 40. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I mean, Nintendo. everything else has been, like, I mean, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze was 60. I don't see a world where they bundle three games together and say, yeah, we're not going to do it for 60. Yeah, I mean, you got uh, to... Talking about the the Direct, you got to think that they're going to do some big spectacle, right? With Reggie, like, handing the reins over to... It's Doug? Yeah. Doug Bowser? And, you know, I think that's probably their opportunity to really, like, uh, you know, go crazy. And, you know, here's, like, all this stuff. Maybe. I think that'd be cool. Here's... Want to know my my dream Nintendo meme for this goodbye Reggie would be if they have the direct and they have a skit about Reggie retiring and then Doug Bowser comes in and he's 
acting all Bowser. He's acting like a villain. And he fights Reggie because you learn that Reggie's been keeping Animal Crossing from the Switch from releasing. Doug Bowser defeats Reggie, and they're just like, Animal Crossing is live on the Switch. You can get it today. They shadow drop it by having Bowser defeat Reggie, take Animal, taking Animal Crossing Switch from his hands and releasing it to the public. This reminds me. Monday, I woke up, uh, and I got a push notification because here's the thing. I have all sorts of reminders yeah i bet you and do. keywords tagged like if if animal crossing gets mentioned in the presses i'm getting google <laughs> notifications about it <laughs> and so i got a push notification from youtube and it was like recommended for you animal crossing delayed 2020 and i like saw it as soon as i woke up and i was like motherfucker you started spreading that mayo sandwich again i woke up and i was like i i checked the chat nothing from you guys yet so i was like all right let me watch this <laughs> april fool's joke i was pissed Ooh. i was like okay. i mean that's one of those april fool's jokes that could turn out to be a real thing just like goat simulator yeah but it's not i'm telling you this is their e3 they're gonna fucking talk about this at e3 i don't think if we get a direct whatever the next direct is i don't think we see animal crossing there i think animal crossing shows up at e3 for sure. I wonder if they even. I feel like Animal Crossing isn't even the like. It's not a good E3 game. No, because and that's they're not gonna. Here's the thing: is they don't show gameplay during, uh, the 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 like they do show gameplay, but it's like a trailer, like at most yeah. two to mm-hmm. three minutes, and then you know I think they're gonna have a, a long treehouse. Like last year, treehouse was focused entirely on Smash because they had nothing else to show, but I think this year like. Treehouse is going to be all Animal Crossing and all Pokemon. I just don't think Animal Crossing is nearly as big as Smash. No, it's not as big as Smash, but, like, it's still a huge game for them. And I think those, like, this isn't during their press conference. This is that post the Treehouse where they show all the games. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think think Animal Crossing is the game that, like, I mean, I think everybody wants, you know? I mean, maybe not me. Maybe not you, Robert. But... (laughs) I think so. One out of three people want this game. One out of three people want this game. That's thirty-three percent of the world population that wants this game. Yeah, it's. I think that's like two billion that. people. Yeah, I mean, it's like I, I said, like people want this game, and it fucking kills on handheld. Like you know, it's one of their best-selling franchises on handheld. It sells oh, yeah. more than like all these other IPs, and you know, it if, especially if they're releasing a cheaper Switch. It's like this and Pokemon are the games to release it. I am very curious. I'm very hyped to see what kind of Switch bundles they come out for Animal Crossing with. Because I feel like they're going to be, be- like, goddamn beautiful. Oh, yeah. Dude, if we get a Switch Pro bundle with Animal Crossing, it's on. Fucking yeah. day one. I, that's you what think- I really want to know. I, I think the next Direct is going to be... Do you think they're going to announce the new Switch models at the next Direct? Or do you think that's an E3 announcement? I feel like that's an E3 announcement. Mm, okay. Because you know, I just want to know. Here's the thing. is like I, I feel like hardware is going to be a discussion at this E3. That's a good point. So, like, just in terms of, like, I don't know if what Sony's going to do, but I feel like Xbox might start talking about hardware. And it's, like, they don't want to get buried by that news. So, like, if they have hardware to show off, too, people are going to be talking about that, especially if they have two new models. Yeah. I still bet Microsoft rolls out Big Dick swinging and is like, hey, the new Xbox is coming out later this year. Get that jump start mm. on Sony. You think? 2019? Yeah, everybody's like, 2020, safe bet. I'm like, nah, I'm not about safe bets. Y'all know me. Metroid Prime comes out 2018. 
Um, <laughs> Throwback. But yeah, <laughs> I I could definitely see Microsoft making a surprise announcement that fall 2019, like holiday 2019, is when we start getting new hardware for the Xbox. Whatever whatever Xbox Scarlet turns out to be. Yeah, Damn, that would be a that'd be a bold move. Bill's a bold man. So the other games that leaked during this uh, is one of them is Persona 5S, which is like people are assuming is the Nintendo Switch version because R is what they're going to announce. They've already talked about. And R are not just an expansion. So like, we don't do we even actually know what R is. We don't know what R is, but Persona 5 S <laughs> has appeared uh, in Best Buy system. And yeah, so I think it said N S. So I think N-X. it's even, yeah, yeah, I think it's even more like likely that it's a, a switch thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, at this point, I don't know what else it could be. Also that uh, there was a site that went up for uh persona 5 like the upcoming stuff mm. um but i'm trying to find there was like there was a tw- something about persona like appeared on the site that made people think uh this was definitely switch oh so the site went up persona 5 s was on it and in the source code of the site, it doesn't say anything about Switch. Okay. <laughs> I saw a thing. People were thinking, oh, it's a shooter. And then someone was like, is it really smart to have a game featuring high school shooters? Yeah. It's like, hmm. As long as they're not, they're not shooting other high schoolers, though, are they? I don't, I mean, I would know, but. I mean, wasn't Persona 3 the one where, like, they killed themselves over and over again? Yes. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's why that game doesn't get. Also, it's so a much. Japanese game. Like, high school shootings don't happen in Japan. So they can, if they wanted to make a fucking game about high school students that shoot demons, I feel like that's totally fine. So that's Sam true. Sam was right. It does appear as Persona 5 NS in the system. And then when you click through to it in Best Buy's thing, it says Persona 5 Nintendo Switch. Ooh. Right below but the But do you PS4 think this version. has the, like, whatever Persona 5 R stuff is in it? If Persona 5 R is, like, Persona 4 Golden? I don't know. Like, do you think Persona Five R is golden version, or is it just like an expansion or like DLC? Mm, yeah, I don't I know. It's I th- just DLC. Mm, that could like, be. So, I, what I, is what is golden anyway compared to just regular Persona Four? So, Persona Four originally came out on the PlayStation Two, mm. and then Persona Four Golden was the Vita version, and it had, I think, extra cutscenes. Yeah, and then an extra character. New voice actors. With. Yeah. Oh, okay. you know, like, Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what It was a pretty big this. change, I think. It was. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if this is like the golden version, I feel like it, maybe it comes to Switch. Yeah. But I, It just I, seems so strange because that game came out, what, two years ago? Or I guess three years ago in Japan? And it's... I don't know. It seems like not enough time has passed. To give it that golden like version, f- yeah. Yeah, you know, what What else can they do to it? But, yeah, so I would love for it to come to Switch because I really want to play it again. Ugh, I would lo- Ugh, It's such, like, I know it's a big gag to say fucking perfect on Switch, but <laughs> I'd be I so happy. I wonder if they can fit it, if they can fit it onto a single game cartridge. 
How big is it? It's definitely smaller than 35 gigs, I'm going to say. Is it? That's the number I have in my head. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I assume I just assumed it was pretty big cuz I I just heard that it's like fucking 100 hours long. Well, I mean, so I think with Persona 4 Golden, you needed you needed to have a memory card for uh-huh. it. So, uh, maybe it's like the, the same. So, I, on I PS4, know. Persona 5 is 18.2 gigabytes. Really? That's pretty small. That's tiny. That's that, Ko- that Kojima compression. Yeah. <laughs> the Kojima compression algorithm. Sony's most closely guarded secret. Uh, and the last game that got linked, or leaked. <laughs> uh, got him. This is the weirdest fucking one. I, I don't know what this means at all, but Best Buy put The Legend of Zelda linked to the past for Nintendo Switch in their system. And this isn't like they made a mistake instead of putting uh, the game that's coming out this year. Uh, Zelda 2? Yeah, not Zelda 2. Not Zelda 2? Uh, Which Zelda is that? What's the one that came out there linked to the past? The Game Boy one? I can't remember. Fuck, dude. I don't remember. Yeah, what everybody's a, like this game. This game's a masterpiece. I don't. Yeah, the cute one that they're remaking. Um, that's already in Best Buy system, so this makes less sense. And so my assumption is that this has got to be like some sort of download code or yeah, something like SNES games are coming to Switch, and you can get to back to the. I don't know. Like you can buy some code and download this, and you get link to the past but it also gives you a year membership of snes yeah. nintendo switch online oh speaking of which mm-hmm. uh quick shout out to anybody that hasn't heard of it yet you get a free year of nintendo online with amazon prime yeah that's crazy that's yeah, a hell of a deal if you have it you should go redeem it followers yeah use I'm the on code a... gone gold for something i don't know <laughs> i'm on a family yeah. plan are you really yeah nice with a bunch of people how much money does that save you? Uh, does I, it cut it down to like two dollars a month? I think it was like seven bucks for the year. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. I was like sitting at a, a friend's house with a bunch of people, and we were all like playing our switches together. Yeah, and I was like, oh, oh, because I I showed them that you could play like the NES games, and the, everyone was like, oh damn, I want to do this. I guess I'll subscribe. And I was like, oh, if we all get a family plan right now and split it, it's like seven bucks each for the year. And they're like, oh fuck yeah. Like, that's so cheap. What a deal. Yeah. That is insane. Especially cheap. if A Link to the Past is coming. Because, like, this... I mean, that'd be cool if, if this means it's, like, that any uh, SNES games are coming to the online service. Like, that's a huge announcement. That'd be fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. I, I just don't know, yeah. like, what else it could mean. Because they wouldn't remaster this game in the same year as doing the other one. I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to cater to everybody's favorite Zelda. Also, why does Zelda always get the remake? Why don't they ever remake or remaster a Mario game? Uh, because people do Mario Maker all the time. Yeah, we can't remake. That's true. Can't make Mario you know Galaxy. They need? they need Zelda Maker. Yeah, people. When are they gonna about put that? Zelda Maker out? Design your own dungeons. That'd be cool. That I heard people. Neat. I think there was like a rumor that that was happening, but they got kind of shut down. Man, I can't wait for the uh, Gone Gold Mario Maker levels. So They're that's my so fucking stupid. <laughs> that's my plan. My my plan is to uh get really good at Mario Maker. I can't remember if I've talked about it on the show, but 
Um, yeah, I'm He's like, getting really good at Mario Maker, just making levels that people can't beat. No, I mean, like, I want to be able to beat levels with, like, fucking stupid shell tricks and, like, yeah. you know, like oh, Kaizo. You, don't you have to be able to beat a level before you can publish it? Like, isn't that one of yeah. the things? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think, I don't know. Because, like, I'm I'm in such awe of, like, the people who are really good at Mario. Um, and I just, I want that to be me. Yeah. So my parents are bringing time... me... What's that? Hey, go ahead. I said my parents are bringing me my... uh elgato and i'm gonna i try to get the whole setup get the whole setup going i'm really excited i remember the first time actually one of the first times i was hanging out with a friend of the show sam kingma he was showing me his mario maker levels and uh i wanted to kill myself because (laughs) goddamn that kid is so fucking good at mario it's embarrassing i couldn't i like (laughs) I spent like a solid hour of him just watching me die on his levels over and over again. He was just like, <laughs> you just got to spin. You got to, you got to jump at the right angle. You got to jump at the right time. I'm like, I don't think I've, it made me feel like I've never played a Mario game before. I hated it. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. I can't wait. So now like King will be able to make levels and then won't be able to play them. Yeah. Uh, we can have some really good bets though. Like if he makes a super difficult level, uh, First person to beat it doesn't have to eat like a mayo sandwich. That's a terrible. Yo, bet. fuck yeah, <laughs> yes, I love this. That's a terrible <laughs> bet. <laughs> it's not a bet; it's a challenge. Sam King has to eat a mayo sandwich just so we're all on equal playing field. That's why I'm hoping Animal Crossing I mean, comes through for me for yeah, once. He's going to once they shadow drop it at E3 this year. Yeah, I mean. They're gonna shadow drop Animal Crossing, and they're gonna shadow drop a mayo sandwich right into Sam King's lap. I might, have, I might have to go right on the record and say I'm gonna do a blood ritual the night before E3. So. <laughs> I'm gonna... Wait, are you guys drinking the pickle amiibos. juice? What'd you say, What's Sam? That? Are you guys drinking the pickle juice when you go to Missouri? I brought it up. You to, fucking better. I brought it up to Elmer, and he's he's made it. I, I think this was when he was in New York. I brought it up to him. He made it sound like he wasn't ready to do the pickle juice. <laughs> what a fucking bitch. What if we just do, like, uh, pickle shots again? No, I feel like we have to drink the full jar when we're there because we're with Sam. And we're all together, the three of us that have to drink it. It, it has to happen. So. All right. I mean, all right. <laughs> we'll record it. We'll make a nice movie out of it. It'll be fun. Yeah, we get s- Elmer has a, a super nice camera. You can make a little student film out of it. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm so into this. Yes. <laughs> I need it. Sam, hold us to that. Make sure that Elmer drinks the fucking pickle juice when we're out there. Because that's the thing. That's the only thing holding us up. Robert likes pickle juice. I don't mind it. Elmer's disgusted by it. and that's, He's the one that's holding us up here. He's the one that doesn't want to make good on his bet. Isn't he the one that initially proposed the bet too? Because he, so con- he was so confident that he was going to beat Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I was pretty confident. I probably made the bet, too. So I go, <laughs> fuck yeah, I'll drink pickle juice again. <laughs> oh, uh, man. You can get green straws and everything. Cute. Can I can I bring the can I bring the, the energy of the show down just a, a little bit? I'm, I have yeah, yeah. a story. Stomp it out. So I... When I was like 14 through probably 17, I played a lot of the game Guild Wars, right? Mm-hmm. 
and I had like a really close knit group of friends, like you know, are my guild mates. Sorry, um, and you know, we you know played like literally every day, and uh, I found out yesterday that one of my former guildmates passed away. Oh fuck! And yeah, and I like got a message from like some dude that you know we talk like every once in a while, but he's like, hey, like just so you know, like this guy passed away. And then I get a message from, like, some other people that I haven't talked to in a long time. And it's like, hey, like, let's send some flowers to, like, his family and his wife and stuff. And we did. And it's like, I can't believe that, like, you know, like, these, like, dudes that I, like, played games with in high school, you know, are, like, we all just, like, kind of came together. And I thought that was really special. That's awesome. Dude, there so. are people, yeah. Uh, like, the gaming, gamers rise the fuck up. Because there are people who have gotten married through, like, MMOs. And there are people like, I don't know, life events happen in MMOs and just groups, gaming groups, and it actually matters because you realize at that point that they're actual people and you're actually friends with them. It's not just like another NPC you see every time you log into the game. Yeah, it's crazy. It's t- I love hearing stories like that, though. It's touching. Like, not, not that it's, <laughs> not that the guy died. <laughs> <laughs> but that the community rallied around him and was like, "Hey, we still care about you and your family and your loved ones that you left behind." Like, yeah, that's so rad. Yeah. Thank so, you. shout out to the old ESX slash NBTB crew. I never. I don't think that, I knew what does that. that stand for. So the uh, ESX was Eternal Sour. Sorry, Eternal Sorrow, and the X was just cool. And then Robert, <laughs> guess. Robert, NBTB was our uh, Battlefield clan. Guess guess what NBTB stands for? Uh, is it is it like a, a punk thing? Is it a hardcore mm, thing? No. It's a gamer thing. It's a gamer thing? <laughs> NBTB, natural born teabaggers. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, man. Woo. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> ba- my Battlefield 2 days, we would teabag the fuck out of people. <laughs> Yeah. Why did you play Guild Wars and not World of Warcraft? Yeah, I'm, we could have been friends this. so much earlier. Guild Wars is free. I was in high school, Robert. It. I, okay, it was like sixty dollars or what? However much games cost back then. Yeah, sorry. I just I like that's what made WoW so cool though. Is you had to hustle to keep playing. You know why do you think I was selling fake coupons in high school? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, it's never listen to awkward pause if you want to hear that story. There you go. Some cross promotion. Hey, I don't remember that story at all. <laughs> I remember you doing something shady to play War or to play Warcraft, but I can't remember what. I didn't know it was selling uh, coupons. Well, no. So I also used to um, uh, when I this wasn't to pay for World of Warcraft. This was just to get more money inside World of Warcraft. But I used to scam like those Chinese gold seller websites. It was <laughs> it was actually pretty easy too. Uh, I don't know if you want me to tell the story right now or not. I don't know if we have any more important things to get to. Nah, nothing's more important so. than, than being a thief. <laughs> it's, um, so, do you remember those, those, you know those Visa gift cards you could buy? Okay. Like the, the untraceable <laughs> credit cards you could get at, like, uh-huh. Walmart or whatever? Um, so I would just go, I would get, like, a $25 gift card, and then I would make an order, um, on, like, the Chinese gold seller websites. But... I would have there. There's a um, a program called a packet editor that would intercept packets I was sending from the China or to the Chinese server as my payment went through, <coughs> and all I would have to do is I would uh, make an order 
for like a hundred dollars worth of gold but then before it goes through i would change the decimal place in the packet before sending it and move it over so i was only paying like one cent and it would go through and then i would contact them and be like hey i just made an order of like a hundred dollars worth of gold where's my gold and the person on support line would be like oh i'm sorry this must not have gone through and like like i would show them the picture the receipt and the order number and everything and they would verify it and then they would just log in and give me like a hundred thousand gold in world of warcraft for like one cent jesus christ (laughs) i I think you might still be able to get arrested for that no because i mean one i wasn't scamming like american companies i also selling gold was against blizzard's terms of service anyway Oh, so you were robbing from thieves, so it was okay. Yeah, I have another. I mean, I have I have another Robin Hood World of Warcraft story. If you want to hear that too, this doesn't do. have anything to do with Chinese gold sellers. I mean, you sure? <laughs> I, I don't. I think you might still be able to get a, be able to get arrested for this. Okay, edit that out. No, I, I mean, I'm, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome to Apple. Oh, no. <laughs> that, Wait, what? That was the police. <laughs> They're on their way. <laughs> oh, man. Real gamer hours right now. Oh. Real gamer hours. Let's talk about Sekiro. <laughs> that game's hard. I, uh... I've been... So, is anything bad going to happen to me if if I keep reviving myself? Not to you, personally. Is anything bad going to happen to the game? Yeah. Mm. Like, how many you... times can I revive before... I don't like, actually know. I don't know if there's happening. a set number. You get those but... idols. Excuse me. Like, those statues. Mm. What do those do? Have you... The dragon... Have you gotten any of the dragon rot yet? Yeah, and I keep getting those statues where it's like... Now I have a less chance to get, like, my stuff saved when I die. Yeah, it's really not that big of a deal. I think it's way less punishing than Dark Souls and Bloodborne. Is my dude gonna get... He's gonna get more sick, though. Like, Sekiro himself? No, the old guy. Yeah, but he can't die. He's immortal. Duh. Mm. Mm -hmm. He's just gonna suffer. I thought... I thought the ending yeah. of the game changed based on how many people have dragon rot. No, I don't believe so. And also, you can cure everybody's dragon rot with one item. Wow, it's spoilers. really not. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't realize how far you were. But you get the like. You can re up your unseen aid pretty quickly, like pretty early on in the game. Because I think the game would be really punishing if like it was just fuck you. All these people have cancer now, it's your fault, and you're stuck like that for the rest of the game. Yeah, so what does that mean? That just, your unseen aid is just, like, keeping your stuff after you die, right? Yeah, it's just a chance to not lose everything, like, all your money and half your XP when you die. Mm. I die and a every lot. And every time somebody new gets Dragon Rot, that uh, chance goes down. Do you meet every person that you give Dragon Rot to? I believe so. I think they're all NPCs. Because, like, I don't know who else has Dragon Rot besides the old dude right now. Okay. Is there other NPCs I meet? Yeah. Uh, like, you might just have walked past them. They're not, like, necessary to the story. They're just people you can interact with. Okay. 
Uh, I, I'm fighting the drunkard right now. Okay. Um, I came extremely close to beating him because that samurai dude who like has your back. Yeah. He did a lot of damage and distracted him while I did so much damage to him from behind. Mm-hmm. And then I got him down to like basically dead, and I fucked it up. Man, that's a that's a rough feeling. And that's when I gave up, and I haven't played since. You can get a stealth uh, health bar on him if you walk up just close enough for him to like be aware of you, and then back away when he's like in front of all of his guards. You can sneak up behind him and get a free free hit on him. I might try that. I might try and go for that tonight. Uh, I I'm in the past. Ooh. At the Ashina, like estate yeah. or something. Yes. Yeah. I'm fighting maybe the Shinobi hunter. Oh, he yeah took me forever. Oh, this the spear guy. Yeah. Yeah, and so I just like and then I just jumped off the bridge and went a different way. Oh, you so, went around him. Yeah. Nice. And I was, I'm really bad. Me too. It took me forever to fucking beat the Shinobi hunter, and I'm I'm still not convinced that it wasn't just luck. <laughs> it's good. It's really good practice for the uh, the Makiri counter. Yeah. Mm. You have to use B for that counter, though. Yeah. It's kind of weird, because, like, if you're holding a direction, you'll dodge. But I've also realized that if you dodge forward when somebody's thrusting, I think that still counts as a Makiri counter. Because I've definitely dodged forward to step on somebody's sword. Mm. That counter is cool, though. I don't know if it works. Though. Oh, it's fucking badass. I love it. And does it work on swords or just spears? It works on every any thrust move. Like, there are even some enemies that will just try to punch you. That's like, it counts as an unblockable thrust. And you'll just, like, grab their hand. It's pretty awesome. Oh, that's sick. Damn, see, when we that talk about cool. it, it makes me want to get back on the game. Yeah, dude, Sekiro's so fucking good. Then I play it for an hour, and I fucking die 12 times. And then I'm like, you yeah. know what? I mean, don't worry. Uh, I know that feeling. I'm at a wall right now, too. I won't spoil it, because it's a pretty big fight in the game. But, goddamn, this, this guy's intense. Yeah. It, yeah, it's like a good game, and I, I feel like it's really different from, like I, I my my really only comparison is Neo, mm. and uh, it, which was a really good game. I really liked, I really liked that. Um, but yeah, just like the the fact that you don't grind in this game, or like you know, grinding is basically pointless, mm-hmm. is a a really interesting like way to present the game, and I kind of like that. Yeah, it, I like that it feels a lot more linear. Mm. just straight progression and like there really aren't that like i've heard a lot of people talking about how the the lack of character customization it it kind of puts a hamper on people that like the the amount of player expression in dark souls and bloodborne but i feel like the the amount of different ways that you can traverse the levels like because of the new movement mechanics and all the different stealth options make up for the limited weapon choices that you have in the game yeah i mean i think it's cool that it's just like a different you know that's not the story that they're trying to tell it's not about like putting you in this world to like do stuff it's like they're telling this pretty i think interesting story so far yeah sekiro is just a badass dude i will say though that that prosthetic is uh ridiculous it's so cool yeah it is yeah it is pretty sweet remember when we all thought it was gonna be bloodborne (sighs) i'm still a little sad that it wasn't i was really hoping it was going to be like bloodborne set in japan maybe someday no their next game is going to be armored core honestly i'm fine with that as long as it's like a soulsborne hero armored core 
Soulsborne Kiro core. <laughs> that would be cool, I think, with just like that, that you know, just making a different, you know, story. Oh, you have like mechs or whatever. Oh, yeah. And there's so much room for customization when you're making your own mech. All the different weapons you can wield. And you can yeah, include movement, too. Mechs can fucking fly. Yeah, I mean, at this point, just play Anthem. Yeah. Yikes. Did you guys read that <laughs> that uh, Jason Schreier article? No, but I read the responses to it and how salty Bioware is. Yeah, the article is incredibly, like, it's so fucking fascinating. Um, it basically goes into, like, you know, a year before the game was supposed to come out, like, there was, like, barely anything made. Like, they only had one mission implemented, and, like, the Javelin customization and the loot system hadn't even been implemented. And, yeah, like, leave it. basically that the game wasn't supposed to be a loot shooter. It was going to be, like, a multiplayer co-op RPG. Mm-hmm. And, like, the core mechanic was going to be, like, okay, the planet is, like, extremely uninhabitable. And so, like, you and your friends have to go, like, find out why this volcano keeps erupting, and you get there... And then you have to, like, survive as long as possible. The lava's flowing. There's enemies showing up. And then it's, like, once it's all done and you've cleaned up the mess, you have to, like, then get through all of, like, the harsh aspects of the world and get back to base. It's, like, they didn't want it to be a loot shooter. Yeah. I think it's pretty evident from just the game design that this wasn't initially what Bioware had wanted to make with Anthem. Yeah. It was also supposed to be called Beyond. Uh, I think that's... mm. That's cool. That sounds... I don't know if it sounds that much better than Anthem. Because I, I really just think of that fucking David Cage game. Um, but... I think oh, of, Beyond Good and Evil. Think yeah, I'm exactly. pretty sure it was... Uh, yeah, it was called Beyond. Beyond, yeah. And so the thing... The crazy thing about that is that in... Uh, at E3 2017, where they announced Anthem mm-hmm. as Anthem, uh, days before that, the team had it was all called Beyond. They had t- like T-shirts printed and made to wear with Beyond the Beyond logo on it. What? And uh, EA proper went and tried to like, you know, copyright and do all this the legal shit for trademarking Beyond, and it was going to be like too difficult. So they came back and they were like changed the title of everything, changed <laughs> it to Anthem, and people were pissed because they were like fuck anthem doesn't mean anything like beyond what meant because you couldn't go beyond a certain point on the planet because it's going to be uninhabitable yeah. and dangerous so they're like anthem had no meaning to the game there was nothing in the game at the time called the anthem so they wrote in the anthem of creation yeah the ultimate MacGuffin. is that really what it's is that really what it is the anthem of creation wait is, wasn't that a destiny thing no but it sounds very destiny like because Anthem is essentially a Destiny clone. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I feel bad for Bioware, I guess. But at what point do you tell, like, EA to, like, go fuck themselves? And, like, this is the uh, game that... You can't because EA owns Bioware. And Bioware, like, literally earlier 2018, they shut down Visceral. And that probably scared the shit out of everybody working at Bioware. Yeah, but I mean, like, look at Kojima, you know? Like, he said fuck yeah, you to Yeah, that's, that's Kojima. Like, how many people that's in the true. games industry have Kojima's, like, sway? Yeah, I mean, even like, Casey Hudson, who's, like, you know, a huge name in the industry and, like, works at Bioware currently and, and worked on all of that amazing stuff that Bioware did in the past, it's like, 
for as big as he is, he's no fucking Kojima. Like, if Casey Hudson left, everyone would be like, oh, that's unfortunate. But, like, yeah. you know, Kojima had – not only is he Kojima, but, you you know, you had all of that Konami shit. You had the, the Game Awards where they were like, Konami said he couldn't be here. And the crowd's like, fuck <laughs> Konami. Like, all that shit. Like, nobody <laughs> had – like, you know, for as fucked up as EA is, like, nobody has – that yeah, shit. they're not turning things into pachinko machines. Yeah, they're not yeah. like, oh, telling Casey Hudson, like, oh, you gotta be a janitor now. Like, Kojima was getting treated like dog shit. Yeah, they're not they're not pulling a blizzard and being like, hey, Diablo, you have phones, right? But I honestly... got a fucking phone. One of the, the things in there that was crazy is that the EA required... EA and Bioware were adamant that uh, the game be unmemeable, they said. Quote, unquote. <laughs> Uh, they were so, like, shook about all the memes from Mass Effect Andromeda oh, God. that they were like, this game has Wait, to be... Wait, that's something they said? Yeah, that developers oh. that Jason had spoke with said, like, the game needed to be unmemeable. They didn't want, like, goofy fucking screenshots like what happened with Mass Effect Andromeda happened with Anthem. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have a, a, a special correspondent. Elmer Gordado is in the building. Were you guys recording? Is Robert under arrest, Elmer? I hope so. Because he com- he admitted to committing uh, credit card fraud yeah. here on the air. I'm the devil in the white city. You heard it here first, folks. Yo, that book was fucking trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, ladies and gentlemen. Elmer, have you been playing? You play Sekiro yet? No, I'm not going to play that garbage. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I, uh, Have you been playing anything? Yeah, I, I played a, a little game called Pool Panic. Heard of it? Oh, I played that too. Oh, that's that Adult Swim game? Mm-hmm. You like it? Why do you ask it like that? Why do you ask such uh, a I, I'm question? Curious ab- I'm curious about it. Yeah, but your inflection implies that it's not good. Oh, my voice you cracked. like it? Yeah. It's, uh, it's really fun. It's kind of, uh, aesthetically, it's kind of like... Uh, um, fucking like South Park or Cuphead, where it's not really fucking trying to not look like a fucking cartoon, which uh, totally like works. Cuphead looks way better than South Park. Well, okay, fucking, I'm not making a <laughs> fucking I mean, comparative South- statement. I'm just fucking saying it's a thing. I don't even want to talk about Does this game. Why did I come South on the show? Cart racer for the PlayStation. <laughs> Playing Pool though? Panic on Switch. It's really fun. It's kind of like uh arcadey uh pool basically. Um yeah. and it's like nice and goofy. The fucking aesthetics are so pleasing and, and the music is pretty hot. Um and you're basically playing like simplified pool. Like you you're the white ball and you can actually move around and angle yourself and you just have to get all the balls in before dunking the black ball in. But the neat thing that, like, you realize after, like, you know, fucking 20 minutes of playing is that, like, the levels get progressively more complicated and different because then you'll get, like, these balls that are kind of, like, little bosses that, like, run around or certain balls, like, you have to look at their expression because they have, like, little abilities to, like, um, you know, anchor themselves down so you can't hit them every now and then or some have, like, rollerblades so you have to, like account for them drifting off a little bit more 
Um, it's really neat. I'm really liking it. And the cool thing is, like, there's not, like, a fucking story or anything, but um, each level has, like, the main goal of, like, dunking all the balls. Um, but then you get a bonus for never dropping your white ball in on accident. Then there's, like, a time bonus you can do. And uh, then there's, like, a hit, a number of hits. You, if you get it under, you'll get, like, all the fucking awards for it. Um, so I can totally see myself just, re I already started like replaying levels just to like do better on them. So it's pretty fun. Um, I think one of my only complaints is that you, uh, playing it on a uh, handheld mode, some of the, uh, you have to like readjust because the analogs feel a little weird at times. Um, yeah, it's like they're too small. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of like slip a little bit, um, every now and then, but I feel like once you, once you are adjusting for it, it, it feels totally fine. Um, so it's fun and I got it for like fucking two bucks at some point on the eShop. So, um, honestly for under five, I totally recommend it. Super cute little time waster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It really, it, so... it, to me, it felt like a throwback to them. You ever play mini clip games? Mm -hmm. Yes. Like it yeah. does remind me of that. Yeah. That's exactly what it feels like. It was a nice little nostalgia trip. Yeah. And all the good ways though. Cause I think it is, it has like a surprising level of depth. Like once it started showing me all the the specialty balls, I was like, oh, fuck, okay, I get the game now. Like, it has all these challenges because these fucking balls are loco. Elmer, do you so think there's any... are the, like, are the levels, are they, like, squares? Like, are they, like, a pool table, or is it, like, sort of, a, like, a mini golf sort of thing where you have to get around obstacles? And it's always a pool stuff. table, but, um, you know, with the six holes you would have, but sometimes the holes would be blocked, or there's obstacles, and there's like an overworld, kind of like a Smash World of Light that you're walking around on. Um, so like, there's one where you stop and it's like a car car wreck, and then the level there's like a flipped over car in the middle and like all this like fucking garbage all around it. So yeah, there's like little obstacles, but it's always formatted in like a long rectangle, horizontal rectangle. Mm -hmm. No, that's cool. Now Elmer. Yes. What are the chances I can see your specialty balls? Pretty, uh, pretty high, I'd say. Uh, you think Link to the Past is coming on to Switch? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, right? I, I think, uh, those Best Buy leaks look pretty good to me. You think Animal Crossing is coming out in 2019? No, definitely hard no. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe that for a second. Cause here's what's gonna happen, dude. It's it's we're gonna get this fucking Switch Lite or whatever the fuck with Pokemon, and then Animal Crossing, you know, three months later in February, March. Cause that just makes too much sense. Like, why the fuck would you put those games too close to each other? There's like no gain there. I think the Animal Crossing releases with the Switch Lite. No, nah, that's fucking dumb. And then the Pokemon comes later. Nah. Cause when does Pokemon come out then? Like Christmas or like late 2019? November. Okay, if it's November, then when is Animal Crossing? September. No, it's not. I don't see it. That's that's too tight already, dude. It's April. I think August. A nice back to school gift for the kids. Yeah. No. Honestly, I think we're in a world where this game comes out. Yeah. We have seen as much of that game as we've seen of fucking the new Metroid. Just think. I about mean, but that. we saw we saw Mario Maker. We didn't see shit on that. Yeah, but that's not, that's fucking, you know, 
That's fucking Mario Maker. Like, they didn't fucking reinvent the fucking wheel for that game. They just had to figure out how to make it work on the Switch. It's common point. Let's talk about our favorite mini clip games. If Animal Crossing comes out in 2019, it's going to suck, is basically what I'm saying. That's it's a not hot take. I'm telling you, it's, it's coming out. <laughs> you're going to learn that Animal Crossing is being rebuilt from the ground up by uh, Retro Studios. Yeah. What was... I'm trying to think. There was a uh, mini clip game with, like, you play as a stick figure. Oh, there's a... There were so many. I was about to say. I think it wasn't just called, like, Stick Fighter. Like, there were, like, eight No, it's like a 2D side scroll. It was, like, about shooting guns and stuff. There's, like, the archery. Oh, yeah. I know which one you're... Well, I don't know if... Uh, I I know. I feel like half the games are stick figure games. Right? They definitely were. Yeah. Mini clip's also where I got addicted to balloons. Balloons Tower Defense. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys ever go to Albino Black Sheep? No. Yeah. Oh my Fuck god. Yeah. Dude, I love Albino. Wait, Flash. wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So do you guys know uh Drawn Dream? Drawn Dream? I don't know. Oh fuck. I wait till we're in Missouri. We're all gonna get into bed together and watch Drawn Dream. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Drawn Dream god. was a thing on Albino Black Sheep. Uh it was like a hand drawn, really like shoddily done but then there was also like some nice like real pictures of humans in it uh 2d animated show about a prince uh and a turtle king and like he had a little mini pirate on his shoulder um and one of the episodes was like about he had to like travel to meet somebody to get a a thing so he could rule his land and he got halfway there, and then, like, he had to kill himself, and then he had to go back in the other direction, and, like, then he got cancer. It was a whole thing. This is a anyway, mini clip game? Oh my, let me, what? let me, when we sh- watch this, the thing is, I used to sit in my local library and watch these videos and cry at how funny they <laughs> I thought they were. I would fucking laugh, like, get in trouble by the library and be like, you gotta shut up. It's like, I'm just sitting there oh laughing God. at this shit. Dude, I can't even imagine how much stupid shit I was dying laughing at from Albino Black Sheep. Oh, fuck like yeah. Like, Albino Black Sheep and Newgrounds. Those were the two ones that really got yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, the game I I'm think... thinking of is Fancy Pants, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know Oh, that. I remember that one. Yeah, that one's that one was cool. Yeah. I remember... the. Now, let me take you back, guys. The year was 2002. Uh, I think I was in sixth grade, maybe fifth grade. And uh, I had a teacher who would, in English class, he would tell us to read books, and then he would play Shoot the Terrorist yep. on, uh, maybe it was Miniclip, maybe it was another website, but we would just sit and watch him play Shoot the Terrorist. And, oh, uh, fuck. I forgot yeah. about Shoot the Terrorist. Yeah, those games are fucking wild. Yeah. Was that the one where you played as George Bush hiding behind the, the presidential, or hiding in the Oval yeah. Office shooting yeah, terrorists? Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> do you remember do you guys remember interactive buddy yes i do remember interactive buddy holy shit yeah oh man that was the ultimate time waster what uh, explain this to me i don't know what it is it's literally just so you have like this it's not a stick figure he's just like a spherical person and i think like it, it seems like a pretty good physics engine for a flash-based game but you would essentially just have like a menu of different tools you use to interact with him and you could, you could, like, play ball with him, you could, like, have fun with him, or you could torture him. Like, you could just drop a fucking grenade in his hand and then blow him across the room, and then you would get more money the more you interacted with him, and you could buy different tools to play with him. You could, like, spawn a machine gun and just massacre him, you could hit him with a baseball bat. It was, it was a lot of torture. It was mainly torture. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, Yikes. When I was a young man, I went to a kid's house. Um, this sounds like the intro to a My Comica Romance song. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was a little boy, uh, I went to this kid's house and he pulled up this game called The Torture Game. Oh, Jesus. Or Torture Chamber or something like that. But it was a Flash game. And it was basically just a dude, like, chained up, and you could, like, fucking shoot spikes through him or, like, chainsaw his arms off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I played this one, too. Yeah, and it's, like, I, I look back on that, and I'm, like, what the, how, why the fuck did I have access to that? Like, it's a pretty <laughs> fucked up internet. game. The internet was wild. You remember, I remember there was that, and there was, uh, do you remember the Kill Your Boss games? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, the internet, the early internet was fucked up. But I'm glad that we got to live through it. Glad that we weren't just playing Fortnite. I think Imagine if you make a game like that today. Even if it's just a Newgrounds, like, bullshit fucking mini clip game. Dude, Patrick Klepek would be on your case in a matter of seconds. Yeah. It's, uh... It's interesting. Just think about how those sensibilities have changed. Yeah. I, mean, I guess they're, like, bigger than video games and it's just, like, cultural sensitivity, but... It's it's weird that we weren't all just put like on a fucking list for playing games like that. Oh, we were. No, they didn't even have lists back then. Is what I'm saying. I think now they have the. <laughs> they didn't invent lists until 2011. Yeah, I mean now they got fucking you know fucking Patrick Klepek and Cassidy Sargent fucking making lists and yeah. checking them twice. But you know back in the day it was weird how like people were worried about Mortal Kombat when that was playing way worse shit on fucking just for free on the internet. That's because Mortal Kombat actually got some mainstream coverage. Whereas, like, nobody nobody even knew about, like... Like, if I told my parents, like, hey, do you know what Albino Black Sheep is? There's no fucking way they would know. They still don't yeah. know. Probably don't even know what Miniclip is. You don't think your parents have ever watched Drawn Dream? <laughs> I do not think they've ever watched Drawn Dream. Oh, did y'all ever watch Salad Fingers? Yeah. Mm, no. Salad Fingers was my childhood. Uh... So there's been times where I've been like not in the right state of mind, and I watched Sal. I like I'm like, yeah, Salad Fingers actually scary. Like watch. I don't it. think there's a right state of mind to watch Salad. And Fingers. And I'll put it on, and then I get really fucking creeped down. I'm like I gotta turn this off. Can't yeah. be alone with myself <laughs> anymore now. Who would have thought Flash animations could be that haunting? I don't like the noises Jesus and Christ. stuff that he makes, like the rusty spoons and stuff. Rusty spoons. <laughs> it's too unsettling. Uh, oh, we got any closing thoughts here? How, how's everyone feel about Borderlands Three? We hyped? No. What the fuck? I hope it's good. No. Shut up. Those games are fun. No. Yeah. They no. are really fun. It's Except the for, like, fucking some of the Crackdown writing. Three all over again. No. Right? It is nothing. Wake like the Crackdown fuck 3. up. <laughs> it's literally I'm the exact same thing. Play it. I'm gonna play. It. Like the thing. Like Borderlands is always like, hey, I can never play for too long because like a lot of the humor is kind of. It falls pretty flat. It grates on you, um, I think. But yeah, like Borderlands 1 and 2 are enjoyable games, especially when you get a party going. So is Crackdown oh, yeah. 1 um, and 2. Enjoyable so games. So probably like, uh, yeah, Crackdown 3. Crackdown 3 is better than Crackdown 2. Everybody knows it. Um, I mean, but, I'm not going to even argue with that because those games don't even deserve having an argument for. Thanks. But the most why is thing Borderlands, about Borderlands 3, 3 happening? Because uh, there's a fan base for yeah, it. Yeah, I think it'll and, be good. It'll be fun to have, like, a co-op shooter game that's not a fucking Division Club. It won't, because you're not going to play it. I'm not until it comes out on Steam. Yeah, you're not Six months the game. is the store exclusivity. Yeah. 
which is a pain. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know, know. why you I, think I'm not gonna like. I played Borderlands one and two. Yeah, but I just why why like I don't think these brands. Same thing with Crackdown. Like I think in the right context, you can make the argument of how valuable they are as IPs, but like they are just IPs locked in the mid like 2000s and i and like i don't understand like why Dude, borderland borderlands 2 came out in like 2012 or 2013 yeah that's fucking mid 2000s as far as I'm i don't concerned. know borderlands is fucking huge dude that's a big ass game it, yeah it oh is. and then they had the, the pre-sequel and then they had the fucking telltale series too that, like this is not that's why i franchise. think it's like over oversaturated at this point and i don't i'm sure someone cares i just don't understand i mean clearly a lot this of people is, care there's so much hype around this game is there Maybe I'm not, yeah, maybe I'm not hanging out around the right groups. Yeah, are you not on Twitter? I am on Twitter, but I don't see that much hype for it. Um, I just can't I can't see this being a, the game that saves Gearbox, that gets fucking Randy all that money back that people stole from him. Like, there's just <laughs> no way. Like, this game, I feel like this game has to do, I mean, unless they have, like, Bethesda-ass, like, realistic, you know, predictions for how it's going to do. Just like fucking yikes! Why is this? Why is this? What does Gearbox even do? What was the last game they did before this? Battleborn. Oh great! Yeah, they're they're fucking. <laughs> their no, days are fucking. No, here's how you know that Gearbox numbered. is like that. Gearbox is actually apparently financially stable somehow. Is the fact that they went through Battleborn and came out without just shutting down immediately. Like any other, well, not any other studio, but like most other studios that would have poured that much money into a flop that big. Probably would have shut down immediately afterwards, but thankfully Randy Pitchford apparently knows what he's doing a little bit, and has been able to keep the company afloat. Oh my yeah, God. I mean it's basically. I mean, think about Borderlands sells extremely well still. Like those oh, games yeah, are people beloved. Still buying Borderlands too. Like yeah, I, I the pre sequel. Yeah, like honestly though, the thing is that those games are like I really love those games. They're like made for me to love them. Like they're these like semi RPG open world, like collecting cool guns and like shooting enemy like it's just a lot of fun the only thing is like i really loved one i played it hundreds of times with hundreds of hours with numerous different groups of people it's like the second one was really great too it's just that like they leaned in i think on the wrong elements of the first like the clap trap and the the masturbate jokes and the yeah i I am curious to see if they learned from if if the writing has evolved at all from borderlands to and the pre-sequel and tales from the borderlands i guarantee you speaking of masturbate jokes for this game. i gotta go guys love you bye love bye you. sam bye i just realized just how late i was to the show i yeah. thought i was maybe like 10 minutes late uh because it was 8 30 and that's what he had said but i forgot that that was 8 30 eastern time yeah. <laughs> um, I could bring this up because I could find a way to contextualize it, but you know, since I went to the Nintendo store in, uh, in New York, uh, I didn't get much sleep. Video games, and uh, I've been just fucking knocking out randomly. If I like do anything, like if I'm like, okay, finally done for the day, I'm gonna chill for a little bit. I will just fucking fall asleep. Oh hell yeah! No, it's not good. Cause now I fell asleep for like an hour and change. And we're gonna stop recording in a sec, and then what's what's life then? Like I just can't. I'm not gonna be able to fall back asleep. It's the worst. Fuck. Nintendo Star was really cool though. I think no meme totally worth the go. If you're uh if you're ever in New York, 
It's a good place. Yeah. You got narcolepsy from it. Uh, are you familiar with the latest uh, April uh, Gone Gold merchandise, Elmer? Uh, maybe. Uh, Sam made a very nice Gone Gold t-shirt. Did he? It's called the uh, They Want Me in Smash t-shirt. Only available oh. in April. It's a beautiful t-shirt. How the, when did he do this? How did you he, trick him he, into making this? I didn't. He told me. I got on the show today before we started recording, ladies and gentlemen. And he was like, hey, did you see the April Stealth Drop merch release? And I was like, no, I didn't. And he was like, yeah, go check it out. And this shirt was just up on the fucking store. You're not supposed to stealth drop things, uh, you know, with your fucking business partners. <laughs> That's fucking borderline like you have a tough conversation yeah but ladies and gentlemen awkward pause pod.com forward slash merch go check merch. out that new t-shirt it's a uh, isabel gone gold smash definitely a lot t-shirt. of copyright infringement going on in this oh yeah t-shirt. but listen what's nintendo gonna do they're gonna come after robert listen world of warcraft never came after him when he committed all that fraud <laughs> that's true that's true oh man that, that, that whole part has to be edited out of the episode now. I know your dad listens to the show. My dad definitely doesn't listen to this show. Chuck, that was that nerd please don't show. arrest me. It was, for legal reasons, that entire story was a joke. They're coming for you. I can hear the sirens already. They're driving all the way from New Jersey down to Austin, the police department. Welcome, welcome to Apple. I called the New Jersey police department and called <laughs> it, so they're just traveling down, seeing a few they're, days. They're going, they're going all the way down I-60. <laughs> Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been your lot. Damn, I was really late to the show. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, was I late? No, I was. I can say it this time. It was, <laughs> it was a good chunk. Uh, well, there was a whole thing. I don't even remember what the bit was in the the beginning about you not being here. I know that we said Cassidy moved to Japan. Yeah, fucking loser. <laughs> what a fucking weeb. What a dork. Uh, folks, you can follow us at Awkward. No, follow us at Awkpaws on Twitter. Uh, buy that merch that I mentioned earlier, because I'll fuck up the link now. Uh, watch, listen to the other show. Follow Cassidy Sargent at Sergeant Cass. Follow El, or Sam at Sam period in Japan period. Uh, follow me at Street Super with one R. Follow Elmer Guardado at Elmer does. Follow Robert Mecky at Robert Junior Jr. Ladies and gentlemen. We love you. We'll see you next time. Randy, stay golden. Randy, fucking stay bronze at least, bro. Just keep some of that money.
Oh.